0: Hey guys, welcome back to Soulful Muse Podcast. I am Mariana, your host. Welcome back to another episode of Soulful Muse. I right now feel so good. My heart is happy. I wholeheartedly believe the universe loves me. I am so grateful to be here for another episode. Life is good. I hope you guys are doing good as well. The year is almost over. I've said this before, but I know for a lot of us, This year has tested us in many ways, but I think it's also made us come out of our shells, of our comfort zones, and made us grow to a level we did not ever maybe expect, right? But you know what? Here we are. I am grateful for your existence. I wish you well. I wish you peace. I do want to take this time, too, um, and let you know that I started buying the blankets You all have helped me with through the blanket drive. The drive is officially closed. I will be getting the blankets of different sizes too. So some will be individual size and some will be a little bit bigger. But I will keep updating you guys like I have been on my Instagram receipts and all. Because I do want to be as transparent as I can. While also maintaining the privacy of others intact, right? Um, And so yeah. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to share our soulful spotlight of the week. This week's soulful spotlight goes out to a dear friend of mine. Her name is Daniela Tavilo, and she has a crochet business. So crochet tops, other clothing items, and basically anything you can imagine. Um, she started this business back in 2021, but she has been crocheting since she could remember. She works alone and is based in Florida. Right now, she can only do national shipping. Um, But she tells me that her favorite part about her business is that crocheting is almost like a therapy. It brings her peace and is almost meditative. She says that her mind goes quiet and it's a way for her to escape reality in a sense and be present and turn off her thoughts. Um, She also says that Crocheting takes time and dedication, and I really do see that truly as a discipline because it teaches you so much about patience and consistency and about detail and precision and also about um, making mistakes and accepting them, right? Um, Fun fact, her grandma taught her to crochet, so she feels very in tune and connected to her as she loves to share her pieces with her. Um she says that crocheting carries a lot of love with it and I fully agree. Um I bought a crochet top from her and I actually wore it to Bad Bunny's concert back in February. I loved it. I felt so good, so confident. It gave me such a confidence boost. Um so you guys, I will leave her Instagram on the d- description below. It's crochet by Danny, but you all should check her out. Her work is amazing and unique and it's handcrafted. And that, I agree, carries such a thoughtfulness and intention with it, right? Truly talented. Um, re- re- remember, friends, if you all want to share a small business with me or a project, do not hesitate to reach out. I also want to give you all a big life update. Um... I feel very happy. My heart is so happy and also very relieved about where I am in life. And let me tell you why. I finally received a job offer I was waiting on for a while. And a while is like six months. Um, I, and I have to come clean and say I have been unemployed during this time. I left my teaching job when the school year was over, and to be very raw and real with you guys, I realized that teaching wasn't my calling. I loved the kids, and I loved teaching and learning from them as well. The kids are so precious. Those four-year-olds have my heart. Um, But the things that came with it, I could see my mental health deteriorating. I was forgetting about me. and. I realized that I was living my life in such a numb and and very dull way. So, I took the initiative and also made an adult mistake by resigning and not securing a job before doing so. I will tell you, in June I felt very relieved and also very motivated about this decision because i felt like i was looking out for me but then the real challenge came when i would apply for a new job and nobody would call back or reach out i received a lot of rejections and with that came a lot of challenging thoughts and self-doubt and really just emotional turmoil i am a person that would regularly and very much measure my value through my productivity and honestly i felt really shitty not working it took a very long time for me to truly understand the meaning of being still i fell under this very dark and um heavy cloud and i felt like i was being too hard on myself i did not feel enough All the rejections had no explanation. I was really doubting my ability to work and to stay in the city. And I was starting to believe that I had to go back to my hometown, right? I'm so grateful though for the small part of me that believed in me and others that did believe in me too because I refused to give up. I told myself before, if I'm making a dive into the unknown and something new i would not um, aim for a puddle i would aim for the ocean if i wanted to explore new passions and get out of my comfort zone i needed to grasp that opportunity by the horns and take the ride as it came does that make sense (laughs) um point is i did not want to settle for a new job that i knew would be temporary and not serving me Any good, but you know what? I did, and that was not worth it. And this is what I want to talk to you about today, actually, because of that terrifying job I was in for a week. A week, I realized I cannot and will not stay where I am not appreciated, where I am not wanted, where my value isn't recognized. Let me tell y'all, there was a time, well, no, every day I would wake up and get ready and and sometimes not even get ready, I would wake up and just stay in my in my pajamas, and well, I would apply for jobs on all the job sites. I would also go to coffee shops to sit. I would buy a matcha and apply on my laptop just to feel more productive um, But I also did another mistake, and i'm yeah, well, this mistake was not doing enough research for them, right? I was only applying when I'd skimmed through the brief description and send in my resume right away. I knew that what I was doing was wrong, but I also realized that I needed some sort of income flow, right? The good thing about my situation was definitely the fact that I saved up. And I also know how to survive on 40 bucks for two weeks. And a big one, I was living with family, so I did not have to pay rent. Uh, So that that, that was a big one for me. There were things that college taught me, and managing my money was one of those things. Anyway, I remember for this interview, I felt so good about it. I asked all the right questions, or at least I thought I did. Um, And I was so motivated to start. This happened uh in august i believe i remember one of the things they asked me was if i had um, reliable transportation and i said i had no trouble getting to work in the mornings but they never specified the fact that i would be driving all around houston all day spending the day outside in the scorching hot sun um but wait uh, i didn't really explain this job I had applied for was a marketing job or so what they told me was marketing job for non-profits um I asked them what their day-to-day consisted of right and they were very vague about it and honestly that should have been a red flag um also you guys I didn't really expect for me to talk about this life situation in such a great detail but you know what I feel like people need to know and also be reminded that everyone goes through life at their own pace. Some people will get their dream job fresh out of, out of college. Others don't even go to college and are thriving, and sometimes it takes years, right, for us to really find our place and our and not even our purpose, but just an efficient workplace that we're comfortable in, right? And I really wanted to, to share this. So anyway, I'll tell you what I did not sign up for. The marketing they told me about did not match the duties I was taking on. So let me tell you. They told me I would be in charge of setting up events for nonprofits and marketing to spread awareness about those groups. Well, joke was on me. They didn't lie, but they didn't tell me the truth either the concept of creating the event was literally i kid you not setting up a table outside of a jersey Mike's of a post office and the spreading awareness was literally asking for donations and basically almost harassing people into donating that first day i should have left i should have left um i realized that first day was a complete red flag for for what I stood for and I felt like all my morals were being challenged and this role was the complete opposite of who I was. Another red flag. We did not have a lunch break. We could only take a few minutes to take a break and then go, have to go back to the table and ask for more d- donations. And we wouldn't be able to head back to the office until the daily goal was met. And okay, y'all remember that I told y'all about the reliable transportation? Well, we also had to carpool, so I had strangers or uh, co workers in my car. And I don't think I told my parents this, but uh, well, I'm sure they're listening too. But I'm okay, mom, I'm okay, dad. <laughs> I felt very unsafe though, and the conditions that were we were all put through were insane. Um, We wouldn't even get paid for the gas we used all over the city and you guys houston is insane insanely huge like oh yeah 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 no it was such a sus job my intuition was screaming at me i felt it from my head to my toes the tension was insane but i had to put on a fake smile to get through the day and do not get me started about the pay um and they also told us That we would work on occasional Saturdays and emphasize on occasional, uh, depending on the event. But the events, like I told you all, were literally literally setting up tables so we'd have to work every Saturday. You guys, I'd get back to the office at 7, get to the gym, rush, run. And I couldn't even get my shoes off because of how swollen my feet were from standing all day. We couldn't sit down, so it wasn't healthy. None of it was healthy. I don't think I even made it to Saturday either. Um, but you know what? I was able to 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 get some stuff done with, with the money that I made that week. Um, but through all this BS, I realized that the work environment there did not care about the well-being of their workers. All they saw, saw was money, not values. I was also very overworked and it was something I could not bear or settle for. I chose to leave that workspace and told myself I would approach applying to jobs in a more efficient way and do my proper extensive research about them. So I really had to learn the hard way. And like I said before, I really had to learn to be still and do what is kind of like a Um, active rest so like really let all the work and applications i submitted really simmer and just wait um that was really hard because i was questioning myself a lot and there is something about patience that i really need to work on but it's more so patience with myself really but this is also where i questioned my ability to work to be efficient in any place i occupied space i felt so icky so useless and i remember during this time i also had reminders from my people telling me that the wait would be worth it and the result would be better than i expected and i also got told something very important i did not fail when i experienced that horrifying horrific job uh but it was don't be afraid to fail and Like I said before, I was really measuring my value through what I did in the day. And doing nothing made me feel worthless. But that wasn't the point. Um, Another friend also told me that this time of resting, of actively resting, of being unemployed is basically my prime time to work on myself. Because there won't be another time like this. There were many, many times where I didn't know how. And I'm still learning how to rest. Um, my anxiety about the unknown was through the roof. And I really, really and honestly, guys, began to question what the hell happened to me? Where my true self was because I didn't recognize myself. My attitude was different. I had zero optimism. My energy was so low. I also stopped. Uh, communicating with some friends. And I felt so bad because they didn't deserve that. Um, But I couldn't get myself to respond to their texts when they would ask me about work. And when they'd ask for advice, I felt so empty. Like, how can someone ask me for help or insight when my life is shit? (laughs) How could I tell someone that I was having such a hard time finding an efficient workplace or a competent workplace that I was basically scammed from the one I took out of desperation and it only, only lasted a week, that made me feel so weak, so lame. I was truly vibrating at such a low frequency and I didn't know how to get out of it. But it took so much time, so much time to really learn that I was only looking out for me. That I wanted the best for me. I needed to be the one making decisions that were best for me, not what people thought was good for me, you know? I needed to dig through all the layers of what I wanted to do, what I saw myself doing, of how I saw myself working. I had to visualize it, write it down. I think, without a doubt, this year forced me to learn the nooks and corners and all those things i tried to hide about myself i had to learn to fail i had to learn to trust my intuition the red flags i really had to choose myself and leave the space that was tearing me apart um that workspace has become truly my metaphor um this is what I will think of years from today. I will keep reflecting on this. I did not give up on me. People did not give up on me. I waited, but I also trusted. Y'all remember when I told y'all my breakthrough was coming? Well, it's here. Um, The breakthrough is happening. I got a job and it's my dream job. Um, and guess what? It's a space where I can truly be myself and be understood and be taken seriously and be valued through through my morals and my creativity and my work ethic and my mind. I am so excited, you guys. I needed this. And I am so happy I did not settle for a job that was tearing me apart. I'm so relieved that all this waiting wasn't for nothing. I feel at ease. I feel motivated for a new chapter, for new challenges that will make me grow. Um, So that's what I want to tell you. I learned this the hard way, but I will also tell you, do not settle. Trust the universe. There will be so many rejections. But that one yes you receive, that will be, be so big. Me um, emociono mucho. Uy. My heart is so happy. And don't get me wrong, I do feel a bit nervous about starting a new job in a brand new space and exploring a new career path because I haven't been working for some time. So I feel like I could be a little bit rusty, but my motivation and I know I am capable of so much, right? So I feel good about it. I believe in me. I want to thank me for believing in me. <laughs> Um, but I mean it's true do not stop believing in you that little part of you that still tells you to hang on you better listen to it I do want to mention I feel like during this really intense time I was going through I would try try to meditate and think about my younger me and when I think about my younger me I usually see her as a 4 year old and you know what? I would think about her giving myself, my 24-year-old my self, a hug. I would think about little me telling me to hang on and wait, to rest, to think of me, to work on me, to come back to me. And I think that's such a curious thing because I always thought that this actual version of me right now would be the one... To always take care of my inner child, of my younger me, right? But it's so crazy. Sometimes I take care of her. Other times she takes care of me. Ay, la vida. ¿Quién entiende estas cosas? Um. But yeah, I feel at ease. I feel reassured. I feel peace knowing that I will be okay. Knowing that I am okay. And I share this. Full transparency to remind you that you are not alone in your struggles. We are all in this together. Struggle together, grow together. Baby steps are big steps. Remember, do not stay where you are not wanted. You are so much more than what you believe you are capable of. I will say that again. You are so much more than what you believe you are capable of. You are enough. Trust your intuition. Trust the universe. Trust God. Trust. Because we are not in control. It's really just a matter of letting life happen and making sure we are alive for it. Um, Before I go, I wanted to share um our soul medicine otd and it's actually an excerpt from a book i've read and and i think i've mentioned before it's called vibrate higher daily from one of my favorite authors uh lala delia she talks about the struggle in a metaphor the mountain so it goes like this the mountain is the emotional heaviness the burdens pain Stressors, triggers, obstacles, workload, lifestyle, habits, and people that don't serve your higher good. Vibrating higher is climbing that mountain. Purpose of the mountain. The journey brings you to the mountain to strengthen and fortify you, to raise your awareness, to expand your vision, and to build vibrational and spiritual muscle endurance, and resilience. The mountain is the entry point to self-discipline, renewed strength, and higher awareness, insight, and perspective. Remember, friends, baby steps are big steps. Do not stay where you are not valued. Los quiero mucho. La verdad, la verdad. Until next time. Besitos.